Hello, I have a long episode ahead for you, so I'm just going to cut the intro super short and very detailed at the same time how that's going to happen. Let's try it. Um, you have a hella long episode ahead of you. It's about West Coast and West Coast hip-hop, so if you're not into either of those things, get the fuck out of here. Sorry that I cursed. But yeah, we discussed the climate of Los Angeles as it relates to hip-hop, as in we, I mean DJ Head, myself, and Chuck Dizzle. These are my brothers out here in LA. They're loved. They got clout. They rep and we talking about what's going down on the west coast i had to make a new intro for it because we recorded this shit like a month or two ago so here it is the first question that kicks all this off is if there was an alien in like the year 2056 that came down to earth and asked you to explain la rap to them who would you guys say is running los angeles hip-hop for these aliens that are tuning in at this time who's the, running the state of la yeah right? who is running the I'm state of la DJ Head you're, says you're giving like no credit to anyone right now that's a big statement because you have to say like who like clearly if i say in 2016 who is the president of the united states you say obama and coming into office is trump if you were to say la what's la hip-hop right now oh okay that's different when you say not not running hip-hop because okay well who is the president of la hip-hop right now we have no president no we're lame duck we got a cabinet but we don't have a president okay we have no president of la hip-hop no no that's that's a good answer we don't have a president because right now we're still in transition from the ogs and the success that they had because you got to think people like Snoop Dogg and Cube these are like multi-platinum mm-hmm. they're icons, they're icons. Right. Snoop, Snoop transcends music right. so Snoop is so Snoop I, is on fucking TV I would call them Stewart. like but I would call them like the founding fathers of LA Hip Hop for this point yeah the yeah. forefathers of right now yeah. so who is in office right now that's what I'm saying okay mm-hmm. so now you got the YG's you got the Ty Dolla Signs you got the Nipsey's you got the uh, okay this is what I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna make something I'm gonna make a bold statement right now mm-hmm. I'm gonna say Ty Dolla Sign mm-hmm. YG Mustard mm-hmm. and that's it right now. Okay, that's LA hip hop right now. Nipsey in there, dog, because I think you you gotta respect his business sense. When I think about what Nipsey has done with his brand, I like the fact that he's been in the corporate world, he's been signed, he's been through the ups and downs, and said, you know what, fuck this, I'm gonna do this shit on my own. And right. I'm also I want to point out, I'm not including TDE at all. Why not? They're on a whole nother motherfucking. Okay, but no, 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 you have to. Okay, so if we including them, then you gotta put them there. Yeah, because they're nationally, internationally known. But they still like branded. this. Is what I'm saying, I'm a fucking alien. Oh, so you don't know so, shit. So uh, TDE just didn't exist to me right now until oh, you just mentioned it. So okay, okay, so, okay. So now I don't know how this wasn't clear. All right, so. <laughs> First, you got to go TD. Then I would go everybody else. Mm-hmm. Just because the brand that they've been able to... I mean, these are the homies. These right. are your homies, our homies. Right. But the but what they've been able to do with the with the landscape of from doing hip-hop. They haven't done pop. They haven't done country. Right. They're doing straight-up hip-hop. Some of it is a little murky. Yeah, it's, Kendrick does do um, pop verses, though. Yeah, but I'm talking about their shit. Yeah, they're, okay, got you. Their products. Yeah, their product is hip-hop. Mm-hmm. And them doing straight-up just hip-hop, they have to be at the top of... the list at this point yeah so i would so okay going back to what i said and when i said nobody i was totally not including td which i didn't but that wasn't that was just you excluding them to exclude them no i was excluding them because they don't even to me i don't even count them with yg and them they're to me they're bigger than la right they are but they still are la no i get it but there's i don't want to put them in that small of a bubble Mm -hmm. they're international but we could say the same thing about yg then yg's transcended yg's made mainstream and like nationwide success also nipsey if you take into consideration nipsey hasn't had had a, a national single at this point mm-hmm. so he's still considered a local artist because he isn't broken nationally he's broken his name is bigger than all his records you know it's crazy I was having a conversation about Nipsey and just how like the, the celebrity of Nipsey Hussle he, he's a figure in and of himself like yeah. the, beyond the music granted the music is there but we need music to back up the if, Nipsey get a, if Nipsey get a, a top ten single, he'll be he'll be damn near as big as everybody else in the game Yeah, because his brand is retarded mm-hmm I mean, ridiculous. Yeah. I'm not supposed to say retarded now. It's a, it's a slur now. now it, I don't think it ever wasn't a slur, bro. Fuck that. They, when right. was it okay to say the R word? When I was growing up, we used to say that shit all the well, time. Well, you also said that your family doesn't care about each other. Yeah, that, like, does show affection. We so. talk shit to each other. But yeah. anyway, go ahead. <laughs> okay, so if I were to just kind of like encompass what we just spoke on, if I'm an alien that's never visited LA and I come to you and I say, hey, tell me about LA hip hop. Who you would say is like, okay, TDE, YG, Ty. Ty. I would also throw in Genesis only, but he he's not there all the way. Like, that's the homie, but and he's been broken nationally, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, but he's not where they are. Yeah, I agree. But you know what I think about? That's the same thing I used to think about Ty with Paranoid. Like, the songs have made it everywhere, but Ty hadn't at that moment. Ty has now. 
Yeah. Like to now we know no, Ta no, yeah. and and we associate the song with the with the person. I think with OT, we know that the song's dope, but I don't know if it's, if not it's with putting everybody. going into the figure of OT Genesis. You could throw Tiger in there too, but at this point, I wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going with new, and then you exclude game and all right, that, right. So everybody else has been out. Okay, I do want to because we just did talk about how TDE kind of has transcended, and then now they're not even they wouldn't pre me saying it you wouldn't think like okay LA rap is that a good thing or a bad thing to not be associated with the area that you're from when it comes to something like that when we're going to regional styles of music because like I was asking where's Ray Sherman from the other earlier I was like are they from Atlanta they're not from Atlanta they're from Mississippi yeah see people don't know that and see that's and that's something that I feel like is so important Mm -hmm. nobody ever has to ask where's Letty from nobody Mm -hmm. ever gotta ask where Chuck Dizzle from Mm -hmm. nobody gotta ever ask where I'm from right because it's present all the time you'll see it somewhere at some point all the time with a lot of artists they get disconnected because it's not always present so Ray Shrummer you not knowing where they're from is their fault I don't accredit that to anything else but them Mm -hmm. now maybe that's not a priority for them but for me being a person that's full of pride that's what I'm telling you the west coasters and the the east coasters I think New York and LA want you to know that this is part of them and their music and yeah and they'll rep and we will too like even being from LA right Long Beach and Compton could both be considered Los Angeles and sometimes they are but the fact that it's so much pride in being from that exact city it's like yeah LA cool but I'm from Compton you know but I'm from Long Beach I was talking to somebody from New York and they didn't understand that a lot of people that's not from think San Diego the Bay is LA is all the same shit Mm-mm. it's like bro okay but pe- people from here if you're listening to this and you're from LA you know what it is people who are not from LA this is how you could tell when somebody's really from like you said mm-hmm. they put on for their section right Snoop has never endorse the fact that he's from he's LA. He's an LA artist. I would not, that sounds he's, weird saying it. I, I'm like, from Long Beach, cuz. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And people, yeah. and, and rappers from Compton never say, I'm from LA. They say, I'm from Compton. Other rappers, uh, Mac-10, or even like mm. Damani, or these people, Scheme, right. I'm Inglewood. from Inglewood. I'm not from like LA. Yeah, because it all could be. Right? It all could literally, in the grand scheme of things, when you look at a regional map of Los Angeles, they're all in there. Yeah. But it's like you you cr- you credit those little sections because maybe it's because it's so big because Los Angeles is so wide. It's spread out. Yeah. But I think I think also it has to do with a sense of. No, this is like it, this. It's more like a exclusion thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like <laughs> like me and Chuck from Carson. Right. That's just what it is. I'm not from Long Beach. I don't know nothing about that. I know where I'm from. So it's more like an exclusionary thing right. that we were brought up in a mentality of being being of having pride of where you're from because that's all you have. So you don't have I don't I didn't have nothing else but that. And even like let's say something like Nipsey's Crenshaw. Yeah. I didn't know that wasn't a city. Like oh, yeah, that's yeah. that's a space. Like no, that's an like area. an area. Yeah. Like it gets that deep that it's like even that specific yeah. like no, zone. I was trying to explain this shit to our bosses <laughs> and shit that moved out here and then what, I was trying to explain to them what the Crenshaw district is, what mm-hmm. Lemur Park is, what Watts right. is and they didn't understand and I'm like, "Bro, like it's not a city no. per se. It's just that you, we just know where. If I told Chuck, "Hey, come pick me up in Lamert," he he know where to come get me. It's just some LA shit. So Kendrick would be president if an alien came in <laughs> and asked you who's the president yes. of. Okay, now if we're talking about that, what should or what do you think is? Kendrick's next move going into 2017. Well, one, I think a, a smash just to solidify himself in the main in mainstream America. I, me personally, and this is probably not the the way they're gonna go, but me personally, I would want a, a, a number one record in the country. The number two, at that point, you can transcend music. It's like LeBron. Go to Miami, get your ring. Then you can do whatever the fuck you want to mm-hmm. do. Same thing. Go get your ring. That way, they can't never take that away from you. Reggie Miller is one of the best free, uh, three-point shooters that ever to ever exist in life. Right. He don't he don't have any championships, mm-hmm. right? So they can always tell set, take that away from him. Say, like, hey, you know what? You probably not one of the one of the best. Jay Z got his first number one record ever in in life with Empire State of Mind. Mm-hmm. Twelve, thirteen years in, yeah, I heard mm-hmm. Snoop got his. Drop it like it's drop hot. it like it's hot was yeah. Snoop's first number one record. Got you. He can do it now. Go get your ring. Then do whatever the fuck you want to do. But don't let these people take away. You know what I'm saying? Like you have Grammy nominations, cool. You got this, but you don't have the joint that everybody says is the joint at one time. Right. That's what I would do. That's the next move. And then transcend music, like Snoop did. TV, whatever, whatever it is, transcend music. So that way you become uh, uh, an icon 
and no one can discount any record because you have your credit. You have everything in the back of you. All your, your, when we pull up your credit report, he got a number one record in the country. He had Grammys. Got, he got you. You know what I'm saying? He hit these all these everything points. Everything is possibly check, holding because I don't want them to ever come for him. Yeah. So when they because when they do, I'll be like, the homie got a number one record in the country. Yeah. The homie got Grammys. The homie's been sold out for for seven years straight. The homie, you know what I mean? Like I can throw all it in that way. Nobody could ever take that away from him. That's what I would. That's what I would do. I feel that, but at the same time, I feel like if he's gonna do it, I would want him to do it his own way. What they got set up over there is some different shit. We already know that. Right. And they've won doing different shit. They're anomalies. You know what I'm saying? They don't have to chase the they don't have to chase a, a hit. Right. They don't have to chase doing whatever hell hell is this last album, you know, to pimp a butterfly, we're not talking about untitled, okay. but to pimp a butterfly, with the sophomore album, you gotta play it safe in most regards. You gotta have that hit. Fuck that. I'm going I'm to do what makes me feel good. I'm going to do what I'm going to have a message out there. Got you. And it, yeah, it's critically acclaimed. People are talking about it, but it's still in the conversation of great art, right. great music. And I feel like that's what's helping him transcend music, in my personal opinion, because mm-hmm. now it becomes, OK, not, not only do you have great music, but damn, you stand for something. That's that's when you get in the levels of Pac. Got you. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Pac didn't have a number one record. But we're still talking about him. Every Pac record is a number one record in our in our mind. But I mean, when, you, when he talk about <laughs> them stats, it let who else's mind you know just matters? Then, so I I agree with him on that on mm-hmm. that sense. Like when you when you talk about stats, right. there's no number one record you can talk about from Pac. But it's still Pac. Unfortunately, I think his death had a lot to do with the acclaim that he has. As big as a Pac fan that you know I am, mm-hmm. it's like. That plays that plays a role into it. So I think with did him, Biggie have a number one record? I don't think so. No. I, I mean, did I that because it's like also like the I guess the climate at the time. Did, was yeah. hip hop expected to have number one records like that? Well, I think the reason why I say right now, and I agree with what Chuck is saying about don't chase it, do it your way, mm-hmm. but get one. Yeah, don't don't because the thing get is, yours, get because yours, right now hip hop is huge. Yeah, there are, we have two back to back number one records right. in, in hip hop. In the country, yeah, that's a, that's dope. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like one one record knocked another one out in hip hop to be the number one record. Right. Go get yours, and he better than everybody. So right. at this point, why not? And I'll say this about Kendrick. Kendrick sacrifices hot right now for important forever. Because he understands importance of his words and Absolutely. and and what he says, it's message. like we'll hear it ten years late to, later, and it's gonna be like strictly from my ends from Pac, right, where right. it's still made. Like I feel like to Pimp a Butterfly is his that, mm-hmm. where it's kind of like laying down the issues at hand and his thought processes and his struggles. Like you look at to Pimp a Butterfly, he talks about how he almost killed himself. Right. He talks about de- being depressed. He talks about clearly the state of America for a black man and how right. it's not in his favor at all it wasn't 10 years ago it's not now Mm -hmm. and it's not gonna be in 10 years which is a it's sad fact but it's fact alone so he talks like that knowing this is always gonna be relevant okay moving on from Kendrick the Um, president of uh, LA the president of LA rap when the aliens come what about the greats what about the Dr. Dre's the ice cubes I'm not including Snoop because he's in another question the DJ Quicks of the world where do they stand I, I think they they do what they continue to do some some things don't get seen in the mainstream like mm-hmm. obviously it came out on some controversial shit but everybody knew that that quick mix my hitter my hitter mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like he's in those sessions like mm-hmm. that people may or may not know about you know what I'm saying he's not gonna be on TMZ he's not gonna be on he's not gonna probably have hella albums out but he's grooming these new artists to have that sound that 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 authenticity that the crispness like when you listen to DJ quick you know his mix Right. Just, just, and, and people in the industry kind of know more than than everybody else. But it's him and Dr. Dre. You know what I'm saying? Like in terms of how the sound quality right. of, of a record sounds. So I think it's up to them to continue to 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 nurture these artists, these producers, these mixers, these engineers, and sit in with them on these sessions and say, "Man, look, this is how your shit should sound." Mm-hmm. All right. Whether now the business side of it, I can't even speak on that end. I don't know how that works. Right. But I think they have to continue to mentor these younger artists so that the the legacy continues to live on. You see Dre doing it with obviously with Kendrick now. Mm-hmm. Me did it with Bishop mine at one time I mean he, he has his own artist that he does it with with Aftermath now right. again I don't know the business inside now you can have a lot of people say he did or didn't do shit for him but one thing that, that they'll let you know is that whoever's been in the room with Dr. Dre he's serious about his shit right. so if you can take something from that or if he can just 
rub a little bit off of you. That I think that's their responsibility as OGs to pass that down. Mm-hmm. Now, are they going to do it for every single artist? No. no. You got to earn that spot, earn that mm-hmm. right. So that's up to the, the newer cats to earn that shit right. from whoever these OGs are. You know what I'm saying? I think, honestly, and I'm keeping it so real right now, I think we care more about their legacy than they do. Mm. Because if you think about it, when people care about their legacy, they preserve it. Right. They They treat it like a child, a baby, whatever. I think that they they should. I mean, maybe the maybe the windows closed, maybe not. They should have done a better job at ushering in the, the newer, newer generation, only because that extends your shelf life, right? You know what I'm saying? It's right. no different than when you take like what I do is, and this is gonna sound like a fucked up comparison, but I'm gonna make it anyway. When I go to the Chinese restaurant and there's a little bit of fried rice left, I take the white rice and I mix it up a little Hilarious. bit. Hilarious. <laughs> and I, now I get more rice. That's just mental, mentally, that's how I do it. Right. So if I think Dre's done a great job at keeping himself. So Ice Cube's fried rice. And he needs. No, I'm not saying he's fried rice. I'm just using a comparison because that's. I like food. But other than his sons mm-hmm. and, and other people, he, he. I mean, it's nothing to grab a, a, an upcoming LA artist. Right. And and if nothing else, say or take a picture with him. This is who I'm fucking with. Right. If you're not fucking with nobody, then that's cool. Then I, I, I get it. If they're not fucking with nobody, cool. But obviously, they like certain people. They've done certain things with certain people. Right. Quick, like you said, had his hands on the YG shit. Has been in these sessions or whatever. Publicly, people need to know that you are fucking with this or you are fucking with that because people are sheep. They're gonna follow what you're saying, Got especially you. if you're a legend. So. To preserve their legend status or, their, or to, to extend their shelf life as our OGs, they need to do better job at putting their hands around people. But yeah, low key, did that like well not? This is a question Quick. for Julio. I mean, man. putting their arm around people. Yeah. It's, a, it's a question for Julio or the people that kind of know the transition before. Like, who did that for them? For who them. did that for Doctor Dre? Who did that for Quick? Well, Here's the was thing. that something though? Was like it, they were the forefathers. That wasn't a thing. But I mean, still, as you far think as of we, NWA, what was before NWA? You had the Ice T's, right? Yeah. So what was before Ice T? I'm not. Here's the thing. I'm. That's the cycle, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, and the only reason I'm I'm speaking from firsthand account because you know, like where I come from and Got all you. that shit. So when when the new generation comes up, it's more of a competing a competing thing, right? Instead of being more like that's what we need to do as from from LA. And that's what, and that's one thing that I know E Forty does one hundred percent. Oh, E Forty, right? E Forty always puts his arm around the new, the next generation. Mm-hmm. And guess what? E Forty has fans that are fifteen, and E Forty has fans that are fifty. Yeah, that's Crazy. why I personally I excluded Snoop from this because I really feel like they that he's done a good job at it as well. But when I even talk about like I'll talk about Q because what I saw just from being outside in, being a fan, not being in it in any sort of way besides being a listener, is you see these OGs and you see like they were at a transitional point where clearly hip hop is so new no one tells you like what the lifespan of a hip hop artist is you're Mm kind of we're feeling it out now so at that point in time they don't know whether they should give the throne up or how it's supposed to be made Dre did it perfectly I think Dre's model is a great one but not all of us are Dr. Dre to go into the perspective of Cube I remember a time where Cube was resistant of the new school and I think that was one that. that was one of the variables in why LA rap didn't really bubble because there was no backing from mm-hmm. the OGs mm-hmm. and there was no backing from radio yeah. so you can only do it yourself because you're not going to have a mentor in this because like Cube because he's competitive he was still the best rapper he was still making music so why the fuck should he put himself like lay out a hand or give give a hand out to somebody then I give it get exhibits perspective and he's like look the alcoholics put me on mm-hmm. like like I will not not support people but Cube did it in a way where he was big enough that him shunning the new school yeah kept them out yeah like he uh-huh. he stood in front of the door and that sucks for like a nipsey hustle yeah. or for like what i saw like with problem or glasses and, yeah. and and you wanted them to win and they they did weren't they were met with more resistance than there was support behind them yes so what happens at that moment i think for me personally because i was there i used to go to meetings and it'd be all these rappers there like they were just like yo the ogs aren't supporting us mm-hmm. so we need to do something on our own and that's when you know pressure makes diamond mm-hmm. so you that's where you get that animosity and that's where you get that 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 lash out but then you also have their outliers exhibit is one of them mm-hmm. um even game has tried he'll mm-hmm. do a verse for somebody mm-hmm. or 
You know, but I don't think me personally, like you said, they're filling out the shelf life of what their career span should yeah. be. Which I think that's but bullshit all- too, because they you you never hear in R and B or or fucking country or what you know any other any other genre they never say hey. This is a young man's game. Yeah. Only in hip hop has it been also oh, a young man's well, game. Well, I don't that believe that's that. a young man's yeah. game. But I'm saying, but it yeah, just, but it's been said like when you say been, that. I've when heard you that, think yeah. about that, like, oh man, you in your thirties? I don't know. You know, you might want. How do you stop learning knowing how to rap? Right. Like, it, like, exactly. It's, it's, it's how good you are. But I think that's because the genre is so new. They didn't expect this shit to last five years, mm-hmm. ten years, fifteen years. Now here we are with. 30, 40, fucking 45 years. Right. You know what I mean? So now, I think as the time goes, they, they try to put that cap on it. Also, oh, Johnny Man's game, this is what you gotta do. When a lot of the rappers, when they actually blow at this point, they're in their fucking late 30s or 40s and shit, or they, they've been doing it for a while to actually get on or whatever, the right. ones that are establishing doing shit. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I agree with it, but at the same time, I think, you know, when it comes to that, it's the establishment that's putting these barriers on hip-hop, which makes the hip-hop artist then say, okay, okay, give me, let me let me make sure I, I'm, I'm the one that's holding the torch. I'm not going to pass it along. Gotcha. And then the the young cats feel a certain way because they're not passing it. And they're like, well, the OG's like, well, you got to come earn this shit. So mm-hmm. it creates resistance from every fucking level yeah. you know what I'm saying at the end of the day just make fucking dope music make dope music you'll have people reaching out to you and doing different shit and, well, it and uh, to, uh, I agree with that but you're also talking about a time before digital yeah right, this right. crop I would say is Nipsey is Dom is Kendrick is Tiger to a sense yeah. and 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 problem in glasses they were the like the class of West Coast artists that weren't getting radio that weren't getting OG and that weren't didn't have the online tool like people yeah, have the online exactly. tool now. So they what the fuck did the they tr- do? Like ha- like they're winning like that they are truly an anomaly because yeah. their winning was against all odds. They did it regardless yeah. of the cosign. I do want to bring Snoop into this and I want to bring Game into this because these are people that have managed to stand the test of time and be talked about as themselves like you're not talking about like oh the guy that signed so and so or that like like Snoop is still like clearly he's one of the most recognizable figures game is still we still he freaking dissed Meek Mill like awesomely last year like you think about these artists and their relevancy today would you say that to stay relevant you have to switch capacity in which you're consumed because like Snoop was relevant in the 90s for being a gangster rapper he's not relevant for the same thing now he uh, he of course is the figure that is Snoop he has GGN he has his Instagram videos Snoop is bigger than music at this point so do you have to find a way like you look at Nori right we knew him for a slew of hits before yeah. and now we know him for his podcast yeah. like do you have to in order to stay relevant do you have to change capacity in which you're um, consumed absolutely I think she's so. you you do you have to because you, you have to figure a way what's gonna trans, transcend your personality to different things aside mm-hmm. from the one thing that you know if you know for doing music if you know if Letty's known for doing radio mm-hmm. right and that's all you know known for doing at one point when your career with radio is up what are you gonna do next it's gonna be TV right. it's gonna be whatever I mean it's still gonna be you still gonna right. be your personality but you have to figure a different way to be consumed who knew the internet was gonna be what the fuck it was right. fucking 20 years ago you know what I'm saying but I, I think you have to figure a way to be consumed in these different capacities but still be yourself you right. know what I'm saying like no matter what nobody can say shit about Snoop Snoop with, with Martha Stewart right. Snoop on the block Snoop wherever GGN where, wherever Got way you. you see Snoop the personality is the, movie, the he's same gonna still be the same motherfucking Snoop and I think that's how you become a household name mm-hmm. is that you, you still maintain your, your personality and whoever you are your brand but just figure a way to be in different pockets because if Snoop just stayed on the east side of Long Beach who knew who yeah. knew if he was going to be the celebrity he is to this day you know what I'm saying it took him to go to New York and you know what I'm saying sign and then leave ultimately the west coast yeah. to sign with Master no P to, to No Limit that's that's low key if anybody wants to follow a blueprint you look at Snoop's legacy could have easily stayed on the west and shit been done for because he had a fucking people was on his head yeah. he had to step out of this and say you know what I gotta do something different they might not fuck with me but this is what I gotta do got you me personally I don't think you have to I think it's a choice depending on what you want your brand to be. Okay, who has made it that long and not changed E-40, the capacity? Fat Joe. They just do music. Nah, E-40 does one. He does one. He no, got alcohol. But that's not his primary thing. I think with Snoop, it's not for music anymore. That's what I don't think. That's what I'm telling you. I don't... What you said, when you you said, do you, do you have yeah, to switch yeah. and do something else? I don't think you have to switch and do something else. I think you can do other things to expand your brand, but the main thing, the, the your main course on your plate is music. Mm-hmm. I think you're able to do that. 
But you have to be consistent, one. Number two, you have to... Now, how you do music is different. Mm-hmm. But just doing music, you can be, you can stay relevant and just do music. You better bring that shit. You can't, you, it's a choice. Mm-hmm. It's not, it, they don't have to do it. Got it's you. a choice that they make. So I don't think that you have to do this something. Like, Dre didn't have to do headphones. He could have just did Kendrick Lamar. Mm-hmm. He didn't have to, you know what I mean? Pause, he didn't do Kendrick Lamar, but. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So that's that's my point. E mm-hmm. forty doesn't have to do wine. Mm-hmm. He's that's a, that's another. That's way. something else that that's he does. Something that he's doing in addition to his music. He's still right. dropping three motherfucking. Okay, E forty, I think three. is the only one that does that though, because I don't think these people are in the studio like they used to be, and I don't think that these people, the Dre's, the Cubes, the Snoops, are doing music and then doing these side things. They're doing the side things and coming back to music sometimes exactly but that's also because music is not the primary way people eat anymore yeah they eat anymore exactly okay let's move on we talked about the ogs we talked about the guys in the game that clearly they're like the foundation of what is los angeles rap now i want to just go through names of people that are what we would kind of call the new legends so black hippie as a whole and individually so think of soul think of q think of kendrick think of j-rock what do you see for them in 2017 either individually or together they gotta drop that black hippie out just just to stunt for one i think that that's good for the culture man they gotta see everybody when we got a little taste of it on um vice city vice city there we go we got a little taste of it on that, and it's just it's just so refreshing to hear those dudes, not only the, the rapper skills, but their dynamics and how they just come together on the track. So it'll be dope to have a Black Hippie album in 2017 right. from you guys. I remember hearing Kendrick talk about Black Hippie, and he was talking about how rap groups in general always break up. You mm-hmm. think of Tribe, mm-hmm. NWA, you think right. of stuff like that, right? So he said, we're doing the opposite. We're doing individual, then teaming up. Like how everyone before was a group and then they broke up. He's right, like, right. we're trying to reverse it. So we're coming together from our first individual project into which, our together which project. Which makes sense too because let's just say for whatever reason, Kendrick runs out of steam mm-hmm. or or Q runs out of steam or, you know what I'm saying, like Rock or Q don't get to the, 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 the acclamations like that they, mm-hmm. that we, we see them that they should be getting. Mm-hmm. They can always come together and put this album together, and that's gonna fucking yeah. That's gonna bring that attention to, to get their names back out there. So that, I mean, it's that's a smart move. I just as a selfish fan, I want to hear that shit. In yeah, I want to hear it too. <laughs> They're like the Ninja Turtles. What? Like Kendrick's Donatello. Okay, who's Leonardo? Leonardo's the green one. No, they're all green. <laughs> What's Leonardo, their bandana? Leonardo's the blue one. He, he's the one with the. Oh, he's talking the, about the bandanas. Leonardo's blue. Donatello's purple. Okay, Raphael's maybe Absol's purple. I mean, Absol's Donatello. Absol is, Absol is definitely Donatello. Yeah, yeah you're right. Q okay. is the the red one. The one Raphael. With the red. Raphael. Yep. Yep. Even though he's a crip. And then Kendrick. Kendrick's definitely not Michelangelo. No. Kendrick would have to be Leonardo. The party so guy is, is Michelangelo. So the party guy would have to be... Q. That would be Q. Yeah. And his and his orange. That's correct. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> so I'm telling you, Message, they're the Ninja look. Turtles. They need a, that needs to be like their mark. Anyway. That's crazy. I swear. And then, and then, be, and then Raphael would be J-Rock. Because Q was always <laughs> fucking around. And then Raphael would be J-Rock with the red. Red. Yeah. Yep. Dog. And oh, K- and K-Dot would be, uh, be Leonardo. You heard it here. That's crazy. <laughs> Somebody's going to fucking get some, out, some fan yeah. artwork at this fan point. Art. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's go to the next um, person on the list, Nipsey Hussle. Yeah. What, what do we see for him in 2017? What do we see for him in Los Angeles? More and gold on my neck, fat. Neighborhood I rapped at. <laughs> no question. No question. No question. Oh, you sound hey, so hey, much Letty. like him right now. Hey, Letty. Can hey, I say, no way, can I say, oh my God, I love him on um, Riding Around on the DJ Mustard oh, record yeah, yeah. And, him are, and that is kind of like oh this is the one that I, right, this is right. the Nipsey I want like this is Victory Lap he's a fucking legend in these yeah. streets right now that's without a number one record that's without you know a, a plaque or anything like that he's doing he's doing exactly what he needs to do but I agree with Head when he said earlier gotta have that record you have to do it your he way he already inspires us as him alone exactly yeah. exactly like Mailbox Money I fucking run that shit all the time mm-hmm. it's just so many inspirational quotes and just yeah. shit that he has in there I think we got that from him so we need we need that 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 chart topper now and if he can do it his way oh man i think that'd be even more sweet yeah i think he he definitely needs that though for sure i like nip a lot man because i actually had a conversation with him like two weeks ago and um i really respect nip's intellect his mind is so fucking like brilliant as far as the way you market yourself the way you promote your when you do everything in-house and you don't have a machine Mm -hmm. like the way he does it is so strategic and, and and dope as intricate as it is um I respect it. Right. And so when we had, when he, he pulled me, so we had a sidebar about some other shit. 
and the fact that he's able to take advice right. from somebody like me. And he was just like, yeah, you know, I've been thinking about, you know, the, so what you said and we appreciate that. And like anytime you, you pull up, I'm here. Like, let's let's do it. That's crazy to me because a lot of people aren't that. Yeah, especially receptive. If you, yeah, yeah, especially if you're successful at doing Got what you're you. doing. You can't yeah. tell me how to. Right. Be, yeah. They're so resistant to information. And mm -hmm. I'm like, I didn't go in there with any agendas or anything. It's just like I respect his mind so much that I feel like he's going to be one of those people who catapult over everybody else yeah. in music not just in LA but just in music in general because of the way he's able to take information from anybody anyone who's ever to offer him any kind of game it's like oh man I appreciate that yeah. it's like thank you for that gym like I'm, I'm really gonna apply that I appreciate it so anybody who's willing to accept widely widely spread information from any source is automatically ahead of everybody else because they're not headstrong they're not have ego it's right. more like I wanna win oh you got you have some information to help me win more cool do you, you understand the wealth in that? Yeah, yeah. I think I think with Nipsey too, a lot of times, like let's say, we kind of can parallel you to someone like, oh, Ty Dolla Sign, like Nate Dogg. Oh, Kendrick's like Tupac. Like we always have these people that I don't think there's another Nipsey. Like I think Nipsey is setting that tread in business, in street and in music mm -hmm. where people are like, oh, like he's literally blazing that trail of this is what the Nipsey Hustle blueprint is. Right. And a lot of times we follow them and he's making them. I think had easy he lived we would have seen, seen that in mm. easy because I, I think that. a lot of people say that about easy like he had his business straight he was mm -hmm. doing this he was doing that I think had easy lived he would have laid that blueprint some, yeah. that's but, a but cold I think, comparison but I think Nipsey is doing that and he's doing it in in, his, in the sense of like yo I'm from the streets and it's okay to read it's okay to yeah. you know be up on these business plans and franchises and all this it's okay to be smart and be from where you from mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying because he definitely he, he doesn't switch up his shit at all he doesn't shy away at all the, getting more tats on the neck on the eye and you know what I'm saying but even when he came to do an interview here he was talking about yo you know I'm on and rest in peace Dr. Sebi he was he was talking about going and getting cleansed from Dr. Sebi and, and, and really understanding that shit it, like I can't be high in these meetings like that I gotta really be on my shit and stop smoking like this so I think he's doing it he's doing it the right way where it's gonna get the attention like and here goes a comparison like like an easy or like a Pac would have gotten it had they continued to live you know what I mean you see like how easy was at the White House yeah. and stuff like that and that's what happens when and you can not just be the gangster and mm. think you're too cool to also be the businessman and not just be the businessman and think you have to be detached from the hood. The white you know what I'm saying? House. Like, so it's it's those types of character traits mm -hmm. that may people may think you can only be one side mm -hmm. or like you can only have one angle to you. But he's showing that there's multiple angles in his success. Hence why I was saying you have to step outside of your shit. Like, you can't just do music. OK, Dom Kennedy. Mm hmm. 2017 for Dom or Dom's place in LA hip hop now. What are our thoughts? I have something to say, so I don't know. Yeah, you go first, Chuck, because say it. Okay, so this last project, which I was like, and see, the thing is for Dom, I think he'll always get the we're rooting for you. He'll always get the like, okay, we want to hear it. But when I've heard it more so recently, it's just not sticking. And like I heard, because it was so captivating, the title, A Los Angeles it's is not, not for sale. sale. Right. Oh my God, that feels like, yeah, like was, the way that feels shit. is yeah. like, oh my God, thank you, Dom. Mm. But then the way it sounds is like the con the the theme of the album or what I thought the theme was going to be was not what I heard. And I don't, I still can't even put together what I heard. It was, I, you know, it's where I can't, I can't even comment on that because I haven't even heard the full mm -hmm. thing to be perfectly honest. I went to the, the listening, the listening, it wasn't even a listening. It was like an album celebration mm -hmm. at the L Ray when he had dropped it. So automatically when you hearing something in the loud, in the loud setting like that in the club, it's different from actually digesting the music. What I heard there, it knocked. It sounded cool. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? The only record that I heard on there that I, I know for a fact that I fuck with is called California. The mm -hmm. one with uh, Polyester did the record. Shout out mm -hmm. to Polyester the same but that's the only record that I heard that I I, I fuck with so anything else from the record I, unfortunately that shit I just ain't got a chance yeah. to really listen to it but what I've heard from fans is that for whatever reason I don't know I don't know what it is but they, especially with this one they said they weren't happy with it because they didn't feel like the effort was put in there now I don't know if that's something that he cares about or this is the thing and I'm a fan of Dom Kennedy I want to say I know him personally and I'm always rooting for him and mm -hmm. I'm always here to support him but I felt like that 
not only did I feel like he you didn't care fan, like he or didn't that care. there was no effort, mm-hmm. but he said it on the album. And this is my pet peeve. If you do not care, don't make the music, bro. He said on the album something like, I don't care about rap or like rapping ain't this. Like it's a it's a stepping stone or it's a pastime. I'm going to get the full lyrics just right. to. And I believe it's actually on that song, California. I just remember it was in one of the first songs off of that project. And I hear that and it's an automatic turn off. Whether I've fucked with you forever, whether it's Pac saying that mm-hmm. or whether it's Dom Kennedy saying that. I think that's also that. a conversation you got to have with the artists because a lot of times they'll put yeah. something in the record and then it, it it's yeah. it's almost kind of like a scapegoat to if you don't like it oh right. why didn't I wasn't trying right. like I don't right. want it That's like like when Dr. Dre said fuck rap you can have it back like yeah. whether that album sold or not like he said that he didn't care so but that's play. passive aggressiveness mm-hmm. like it just hurts me because I'm rooting for you bro yeah. Yeah. I'm rooting for you and you're basically telling me like uh, hip hop ain't shit to me right well speaking of conversations I actually had that conversation with Dom mm-hmm. before in his studio and I told him I didn't like his music like we were sitting there in his studio and I told him that and I said but I respect intellect mm-hmm. he's the man is brilliant oh yeah I agree I agree with you there the man is brilliant so after having that conversation with him I was like you know what I don't really like your music bro but I respect your mind so much I'm gonna support you and I'm gonna play your music he kind of just sat there and was like yeah okay he had to just digest it because I don't want to be that guy who's like in the studio with you for four hours nodding my head to your shit and then bash you on the radio right so I didn't listen to the new project also, I have a problem with artists who don't want to maximize themselves. I don't want to be associated with anyone who doesn't want the most out of whatever the situation is. So if you don't want more, then I don't really know how to relate to you. Right. So I feel like Dom is one of those people who, if you're saying, fuck that, like this don't mean nothing to me, why would I give a fuck about it? Right. That's or just or if, it's, if that's their identification of what the art is. Like that, exactly. That's their art. Hey, do your thing. Do your thing. Right. And I think that that's, to speak on Dom, I think he's unapologetically L.A. Like when a lot of people think of Los Angeles, they lay back, relax. Man, you know, we sh- ain't got a care in the world. We got the best weather. And I think he identifies that on his records. Right. And that's him. If you have a regular conversation with him, it's going to probably be the same way. Like, he's hey, the man, same way. Whatever. He's, he's no different. He's not. He don't, he don't switch up. So that's what I'm saying. So do you then do you then fault him for I wouldn't expect to hear a turned up record no, from I don't Don want Kennedy to like that here's the thing I'm just speaking straight on what Letty said right. about mm-hmm. well, let, me, yeah. let me ask you that's what I'm talking to you Letty you know what I'm saying I'm you trying feel to find like the lyric because I want to say it oh, correctly okay. but go ahead Do you feel like him being lazy so to speak mm-hmm. or not really putting that effort in is that any different from have you, you ever have a, concert, have a conversation with him or talk to him yeah. in person do you feel like his personality when having a conversation right. is different than him being on a record okay see I end up caring more than he does, than he does. that's what I was telling you and, I, and that's where I'm setting myself up Got you. to okay. be disappointed and I think a lot of fans clearly because we're fans mm-hmm. we want you to succeed right. so if you're subpar out of your own and and maybe he's really trying hard but when I hear you rap and say like you don't you care hit, like bar, yeah, like, yeah. and I don't and it's not verbatim but I remember hearing along the lines of what we always hear like rap is just the pastime or like it doesn't really mean that much to me stuff like that kind of brushing hip hop off when you brush hip hop off then it it disturbs me because it's like, dog, like, yeah. are you kidding? Like, here I am being a fan of you and you're not even a fucking fan of you. Right, like, right. but and then I feel like that can be a defense mechanism because mm-hmm. I feel like all rappers care. It is. A defense I feel like mechanism. that's a trait it's in a, a rapper. It's a yeah, it's a it's a big cop out because I feel like you wouldn't if the, you know how they say like rap is young man sport. And there's so much there's so I think one of the biggest, you know, how they say how the four elements of hip hop when it started b-boying graffiti, oh, DJing, yes. MC emotion is another one because I I swear to you I feel like there is no other genre that has this much emotion in it like rap does because you're investing your whole self your people's life death stories are being told in hip hop like Mm -hmm. it's not just like oh I love her like it's none of that it's literally like I hate you (laughs) but but I don't know. I don't need. Whatever. I got you. I got but you. Just real like, quick. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. So when I when I I don't think that you don't care. Mm. I think you're telling me you don't care because maybe do you believe in you? Of course mm. he cares. Because I actually when I had that conversation with him, I was like, "Yo, you need to do this. Like maybe you know maybe we could start getting you on the radio." He's like, "Well, I'm just gonna wait for radio to come to me. I'm not tripping. Like fuck it." So at that point, it's mm-hmm. like I care more than you care. Yeah. That's not good for any relationship, mm-hmm. professional, personal. 
any relationship I can't be I can't want you to win more than you want to win yeah so with Dom how I feel about him is like you I feel the same way Letty feel I feel like he kind of just don't care so it's like all right I'm not gonna really invest that much time either yeah and fuck I wish he would have put that title for sale like he's smart as fuck he should have given that title to somebody the Mm. the Los Angeles is not for sale because I feel like it should be executed Mm. that title that concept should be executed on a a feeling of like on somehow YG said don't come to LA LA. like it needs that behind it and I will say something that I hadn't touched on about Kendrick when I talked about collabs I think one of the biggest collabs that I was turned off is no more parties in LA from Kendrick and Kanye because and I really want to ask Kendrick how this came together because you know sometimes like they use the verse on the song they don't Mm -hmm. necessarily tell you what the song is about but in my heart of hearts I don't feel like Kendrick would make a song saying no more parties in LA because the what Kanye was talking about is like Hollywood parties. He's talking about girls that are orange and tan right, and right. like Hollywood. And we already get mad at that. Like, yo, LA is not Hollywood. And then Hollywood exactly. isn't even people that are from here. Hollywood is transplants. Exactly. Right, right, so right. I don't know necessarily that for Kendrick to be on a song like that to me is just like, well, why are you saying that, bro? Mm. I don't know why I brought that up. Well, um, no, I think, oh, LA. I'm just yeah. so possessive of LA. Like, do you? I don't think Kendrick would consciously submit a verse like that because he even Kendrick's talking about Hollywood-esque mm-hmm. things I don't think he would let LA be the title like because he knows better if right, anything right, his right. verse would kind of go off like talk about the backyard boogies talk talk backyard boogies. Right, right. Put, talk, put, put talk, talk about a barbecue talk about real LA yeah, like yeah. I don't know necessarily that he I don't know I need to ask that's just me speculating put a pin in that yeah, that. <laughs> um, YG and mustard, and it's crazy because I never, I hated YG and tooted and booted because I, I backpack YG underground. YG hates fucking tooted and booted, but I'm just like, <laughs> fuck this song. This is not what LA so hip hop is. Because at it? that time, when it was the LMFAO times or yeah. whatever, and the jerky movies movement, this is one of the songs that was accepted, yeah. and I'm just like, we're not this, right, nah. right, right. I think that that record is very important. I think YG and mustard, you know, obviously Ty produced tooted and booted. You know, but I'm saying that out of that. The, the relationship between YG and, and, and Mustard yeah. and, you know, getting the streets hot and really, really burning the streets up with, with their sound and what they were doing and then shit for damn near two years, you couldn't hear nothing without a Mustard right. <laughs> fucking beat. I'm going to say this, and, and this is, I, and I'm going to get a lot of shit for it because I remember when G did it, but Ty, YG, and Mustard damn near saved the coast. They damn near saved LA because we were declining fast. Right. The TDE shit wasn't all the way there yet. So we had no national presence. Ty, YG, and Mustard actually were, were the three people who ushered in the new sound, which lasted until to now. today. To yeah. now, yeah. So they, they brought the new sound. It wasn't G Funk. It wasn't Hyphy. It wasn't Jerk. No. This is some new shit. Well, they yeah. would let, let, let Ty tell you the Jerk is what got people introduced to the new sound no, of I get it. West Coast yeah. I mean, the, yeah, the new boys were the look, but that was also a movement in itself. The jerk movement yeah. was it was its own thing, just like the hyphy movement was its own thing. I'm talking about a sound, an all inclusive sound. They did that, and they nobody could take that away from them. YG and Mustard are probably I don't want to give them a ranking, but they're very important too. Yeah, so they would be in that cabinet. Yeah, thing. no, just even yeah, in like yeah. the history of LA, like mm-hmm. we we can even count them off because YG's not like the lyrical competitor like a Kendrick or like anyone. From Black mm-hmm. Hippie, but his words strike; they resonate, yeah. and it's Los Angeles. And so, I I think we want to be known for the Michael Jordans, but also there were, I don't know. She's about to go left. I don't know. I, I was about to go eye, like Dennis Rodman, <laughs> but like Dennis Rodman mattered too. No, I got no you. but like if I just played you a YG song and told you, tell me what you think this guy's like, you wouldn't think that he was like an oh, he entrepreneurial he spirit yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And even the way he spoke, he's just like, yeah. yeah you know yeah. what I'm saying? I know. So, I, like, so I, it's I like, you can't tell the genius of him or what he has inside of him from outward appearance. And I think that that makes it easy to discredit him. Mm-hmm. But he is so important. Yeah, and very important. I love the fact that he's so LA. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. And because like him and Mustard both, like actually I had the same conversation Conversation with mustard and and ironically Kada like dog you don't even understand how important you are mm-hmm. to the city and that's two total opposite ends of the spectrum right so it was more like bro, both of y'all are equally important right. and I know that sounds crazy but mustard is just as important as Kada right. we were talking about when it comes to LA hip hop because the thing the things that YG and mustard have both done is 
put L.A. in a place where we're no longer, oh, that's what Cube and Snoop or mm-hmm. that's a drain. Right, right. Mm-hmm. It's, it's now a, 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 a mustard YG. Mm-hmm. So now we have another another wave to identify with. You got to think, before YG and mustard, because K-Dot is not the person that everybody identifies with unilater- unilaterally as an L.A. sound artist. I've been to 46 states. Mm-hmm. When I go to every state, they be like, oh, you know, oh, you from the West Coast? Oh, like Snoop and Dub C yeah. and Game. And now... When you go to other places, oh, like YG and Mustard, and, yep. and I like that because it's like, okay, give us some range. Motherfuckers ain't out here in khakis and shit like that. No, motherfuckers is fresh. Like, you know, we drive, they driving Chargers and mm-hmm. Challengers and Camaros and shit. Don't you can't box us. it in. Now, don't yeah. get me wrong. The homies are still wearing, yeah. you know, Chucks and Cortez <laughs> and all that shit. Driving low riders but, and shit. You know what I'm saying? And they might still throw in a pair of Dickies, but they mm-hmm. got a Gucci belt in their motherfucker. Right. This is true. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's putting it together. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I do want to touch on the fact that YG did something that Snoop did, and that is trend their gangster. Crip walking at mm-hmm. a point in time when we had Snoop Dogg and he even had to say quick crip walking if you're in a gangbanger gang yeah. to what YG did with Bompton and how it's used. I see I saw someone with the Calabasas, which is all like super like the rich people live in Calabasas. Their hats at Balabasas. Like it's just <laughs> wow. the way in which it's 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 flipped Those now. Kardashians stay in Calabasas. Yeah. So that gives you some yeah, perspective. Exactly. It gives you perspective of the there. type of person. Calabasas. And, but the thing is like it, it turns trend. <laughs> Yeah. But it's still very real. It's we, still real. Even just like the streets of Los Angeles, we're talking deaths, we're talking body counts, and blood has been sprayed all over the floors out here. Yet, the gangster aspect of it is treading the line between like commercial and authentic. Whereas, like, you think of like a Soldier Boy and a Chris Brown, where neither are from here, yet they're both banging on each other for hoods out here. And then it kind of makes it a mockery to outside sources like what the fuck do we look like to other motherfuckers that this shit can be played with like this where people from these hoods really have died people from these hoods really rep like there's people in prison for it so where do you draw that line i think the people that that endorse it are responsible Mm -hmm. because it's no different it's just like anything when you regulate something like the fcc is responsible for radio you know prison guards are responsible for the inmates I think the people who really are whatever the re- whatever the authority figures are are responsible for regulating that culture. Mm-hmm. Just like I, that's why I also think that our genre is so crazy. Even, even with just LA hip hop, who's the referees? Yeah, there's no right. who's the referees. There's, there's I remember Snoop saying something a long time ago. He said something um, about and they asked him in an interview like Snoop, would you like your kids to do music? And he was like, probably not. And they were like, why? He said, I'd rather them play sports. And they were like, why would you rather them play sports? It's more dangerous. He said, because at least it's regulated. Hip-hop is not regulated. Mm. There's nobody, t- uh, there's nobody right. t- to be held accountable for anything. You could do something. And yeah, We don't have our Supreme Court crazy. of hip-hop that yeah. tells you like yeah. what's wrong, so what's not. I think not. That, that's what it is. Like, I don't think anybody's responsible or can be held accountable except the people who are actually, whatever is in, whoever's immersed into whatever, that, whatever the culture is, whether it be the streets gangbanging or selling drugs or or make, making the music or disc records, whatever it is, there needs to be some sort of regulation. I don't think people should just be able to do whatever the fuck they want to do. Right. Now, this is something that I've always troubled myself over. The Latino representation in hip hop now we have artists like sad boy who is on um yg's last album and has his own style of rap we have a king little g who has his own style of rap and heavy heavy audience do you think that there can be a rapper that is in hip-hop the way that Big Pun was, the way that Fat Joe is from Los Angeles? Because at the same time, like, be real. I mean, you, like, you got to think of Cypress Hill, mm-hmm. Lighter Shade of Brown. Yeah. Little Rob. Little Rob, I think, was more Chicano rap. I don't know if he, yeah, if he was hip-hop. a part of... Uh, yeah, uh, as included. Me, I don't, what's the difference between Chicano rap and... And this is what I want to bring up because I think that after they made the term up Chicano rap... Uh-huh is when our shot at being included was fucked. Because once you give it a name, that's the category in which it's going to get thrown into. Mm-hmm. Pre the Little Robs, we just had Fat Joe and we just had, like, we didn't give them a, di- oh, you're the different hip-hop. rapper. Yeah, they were a part of hip hop. But once we gave it, a, we gave the scene a name or we gave the rappers a label, then that's what every rapper that is of Hispanic descent or Spanish descent is going to be categorized as. Like, you kind of shit yourself out of being included. So by- Giving me a like label. Down, remember down with lean like yeah, a yeah, like all of that. Or um, 
Like she's talking about that. So that's that's Ch- that she got like it started. It well, well I, I accredited to Pocos Pero Locos, which what um, Kool Aid did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the little Robs, Mr. Capone. They put Baby Bash in there. I think Baby Bash transcended to like like Baby Bash to me is like Flow Rider. Like it's just like yeah, it's just music. yo, everyone loves me, yeah. so I'm good. I'm yeah. money. But can there be someone that looks Hispanic? Because clearly there's people that are Hispanic, like a Fab. When you look I at them, you can't identify them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> He's Dominican. Yeah, that wasn't a widely right. known thing out here. Yeah, no, especially not out here, just because that's not the type of Spanish that's out here. Yeah, we got Mexicans. Yeah, out we here. have Mexicans and Salvadorans. <laughs> so, do you think someone that looks Latino can be that and and just be included, like a big pun, like a I like a Fat Joe? Yeah, I think so. But I also think that Hispanic or Latino rappers are in that head. same space where we were mm-hmm. right after a jerk. It's like no man's land. It's mm-hmm. like okay, what is it? Who does it? Where's it coming right. from? Who's producing this shit? Like, mm-hmm. it needs to be identified. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's going to happen with, like, Sad Boy. He can be grouped in with the gangster rappers yeah. or whatever you want to call it. And then King Lil G, same thing. He's mm-hmm. like, they, they both are street. They have yeah. street elements to them. But then, on the flip side, you do have, like, the baby bashes and the mm-hmm. people who make the popular music. But then, on the flip side, you might have, like, the dude that I'm rocking with is High Tone. Mm-hmm. High Tone's Mexican. But he can do the TDE music and he can do this other music. So mm-hmm. I think that's... That is, me personally, that's who I got my money on. High tone. Yes, 100%. Only because, I'm all in with him, by the way. Only because I feel like he can rap, but he doesn't have to do Chicano rap. And he's not afraid to say he's Mexican. Right. Mm -hmm. A lot of Mexican artists don't want to, they just want to rap. They don't want to say that they're Mexican. I think the thing is, like, if you're, because I can see where it comes from just being it, like, if you're too you identifiable that. as Latino, because yeah. honestly, okay, like there's a guy in, in New York, his name is Bodega Bams, and he's really good, but he's burdened with the, oh, you sound like Big Pun. Like, you, there can only be a Big Pun. Damn. Like, yeah. you know, there can't yeah. just be someone that exists right. or whatever. And out here, it's like, oh, it's Latino rap or it's Chicano yeah, rap. Chicano you can't rap. just be. I think out here, it's more difficult because of the divide of us. Yeah. Okay, breakthroughs. These are artists that have made names and I think are going to continue. Like, we haven't seen even their middle yet. We're, like, on the rise of them. And one that I want to bring up, because I think his name is through all of our mouths, one point or another, Mm -hmm. even here, is G Perico. Oh, yeah, for sure. What do you think of G Perico in 2017? I I think he has a lot of potential. And I'll be the first to say, like, first heard of him, like, maybe two years ago. At that time, he had had a song that was going on that was kind of heavy in the streets, right? right around the time he got um, out of jail but I wasn't really on it like that mm-hmm. And but just seeing his 2016 and just seeing him push it's just been yeah. so motivational like yo that's that's what you're supposed to do like and that's what I encourage a lot of artists to do don't give a fuck what anybody in radio says don't give a fuck what all and in the blogs say just continue to do you people I know the first thing people think when they see him is that hair like yeah. yo what the fuck is up with the Jerry Curl yep. dog? what's going on what's, owning what, it yeah. own that shit and he don't give a fuck and he's a cool dude and his music speaks for itself and I like the fact that he took that and ran with that shit and got the attention now he's gotten folks like myself talking about like yo this dude he's doing shit Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying and you can't do nothing but support a motherfucker like that man and and I think his 2017 is gonna be real promising I think he's gonna finally get that that record if not the radio hit that's something that that people can identify him with oh that's that song oh that's G. Rico oh okay for sure and I like similar to Nipsey his entrepreneurial mindset the fact that he has a so way out brand in the shop on Broadway and he's doing it in his neighborhood like he's being unapologetically LA himself and I'm sorry but I'm gonna call it pretty privileged girls like him mm-hmm. and his look is identifiable right. just in the same way Snoop is identifiable do you think he would have that look without the curl no so but that's the thing. That's it like that's it's it it's it's him. it. You need to find that Jerry yeah, curl. Yeah, that yeah. like like whatever it, it is, whatever that is. And it's so fucked up because for the longest people would tell people, hey, if you're from the West Coast, you need to cut ties from anything that yeah that is West Coast. Mm-hmm. Like you talking about the Dickies, the Chucks, yeah. the you got, the Lowriders, right. the curl. Like get rid of that shit and then. You know what I'm saying? You can push forward. But the fact that he's doing that I love is, it. is dope. I love that's the I think so too. And I think like the way he's thinking already mm-hmm. and he don't even have the means or the resources to do what he's thinking about, yeah. it's gonna be scary when he did it. And he's LA. Like you just look at him like, Oh, that's an LA <laughs> You I you like you like want that to win. Like, like you no, want I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm fully behind Parisa. So Okay, so um, OT Genesis yeah. is someone that I think he's done the hits, but mm-hmm. I think what's that what does he need now? What does OT need? 
Because he's clearly proven himself, like, consistent. He just needs a solid body of work that people identify him with. Damn, does anyone, like, you think, like, because Nas has Omatic, Hope has Reasonable Doubt, Kendrick has Good Kid, Mad City. But do rappers of the OT Genesis-ness have that? No, that's, but that's what I'm telling you. Like in, order for you to, in order for you to be in that category, you have to have a certain amount of things off the checklist. Mm-hmm. A single, a body of work. Maybe like a Ja Rule or DMX, would we put OT in that category? No, I think Gen- no. Genesis is a unique case because he's from here. People don't really identify him with being here. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't necessarily, the, the songs that people know him for aren't readily identifiable yeah. with here. So he's in the same category on the opposite end of the spectrum with the TDEs where He's from here, but people don't necessarily group him with people that are from here because sound wise and because of his yeah. sound. Because yeah. he does rep. Because when we talk about like you're mm. not because he always says like the city by the sea. Yeah, yeah. No, he's he always Beach. No, but right. his sound. Yeah. So I think a solid body of work would do him justice right. this year. Cause I think cause I I'm clearly a fan of cause and I know him personally. I love him personally. I think that he may be hindered because such a big artist like J Cole. Yeah brought him on to the J. Cole audience, the Dreamville audience. And when it comes to L.A. audience, it's like there was groundwork there that mm-hmm. maybe had needed to be done. I know he kind of, I think he went to a private school mm-hmm. or I don't know, in his music, he kind of said something like that. So that may hinder it you out here. Also. There's so much that is necessary when it comes to our artists because it's so ground heavy. Like right. we... Mm-hmm. We'll soldier for you, mm-hmm. but we got to know who to soldier for. So he kind of skipped those parts. Right, right. He has it, but I don't know. Maybe he needs to do something, double back. Well, I think the thing is with him, he has an audience right yeah. now that's ready to look at him. So he can he can do that. Yeah. The thing about it, he has an advantage because he can he can create that foundation while everybody's looking. He's already mm-hmm. got the eyes on him right now. He can easily do that right now and have an easier advantage because he already has the eyes on him. So yeah. they're already going to listen to his music. They're already going to, he's got the cosign from Cole, which can be a gift and a curse, but he has to use that as a gift to now put that product out or, or document the process of what it's like being an artist that's got that cosign. Like, yeah. Yo, you guys are watching me build my foundation, laying my brick at a time. Because he's I got agree. the looks. He's got the committee fam. I know he's doing shit with them. Like, yeah. Dog, the- he has bars. Yeah, exactly. He, he has this line where he was talking about how poor he is. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I can't afford crooks and castles. So I'm that crook in your castle. Like, mm-hmm. so he's going to rob right. you. Like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> Yo, let his mind blow. Right. And he was like, oh God, it was so dope. Let's talk about Casey. You got to give credit to, to Casey because. You we talk about the internet and shit like that. Him, our future, all of that. Yeah. Them motherfuckers, like they took advantage yeah, of that internet shit right. around the same time. Like kind of after the TDE shit, but they were heavy on that prior to really anybody. Mm-hmm. And, and and the motherfuckers in high school doing shit that yeah. these major artists couldn't even do. You yeah. know, so they embraced the, the internet and the online and, and and going viral and doing that shit early on. And I think a lot of people, whether they want to give credit to them or not. They probably they took a lot of what they did, their work and their foundation of getting fans and gaining the the, the, the eyes and the yeah. social media and shit from these cats. Now, the thing is with that, you have to figure out how to evolve over the years. You yeah. know what I'm saying? With having an audience like that, I think. Where do you take them? They're there, but where are you going? It's like somebody that reaches success at a young age. Okay, now what? Mm-hmm. Now what? You know, you got to constantly prove yourself. And with Casey, I think he's had a couple of radio songs, but nothing's really transcended to the point where no Billboard singles or anything. He got hometown love for sure. Yeah. He's good out here. He's in a special boat like Dom, mm-hmm. only because he's not familiar with the mainstream way of doing things. He was pushed into it. Him and Dom both, well, Dom is, has an advantage over Casey only because Dom wasn't pushed into mainstream. Right. Casey was catapulted into mainstream when he signed a deal. Mm-hmm. So he took a record deal, like a, re- a real record right. deal. And at that point, you have to produce. Then you put out a project and you try to just be true to who you are, but at the same time, this was something I always tell, I told him, same thing I tell everybody. You're in the record business. You have to make records records it has to be a record on there that everyone is going to like it's either everyone's going to like it or you're going to get more fans it has to be some upside to whatever the record is that you're pushing so casey got the song with backflip that was his record the problem is people don't really know that's his record because sue was on it yg's on it so it's kind of like they kind of these names took it. They yeah. kind of shadowed him on his record. Yeah. But at the same time, it's his it's record. It's a good record. Mm-hmm. It's his song. Very good. So 
for Casey, he's in a unique situation where he needs a standout record that people can identify him with. Because everything else, he's good. Right. He's, he, he can do his own shows. He can travel. You know what I'm saying? He has brand. He has Puma. Like, he's had brand deals to where, like, like I said, going back to that checklist of things that you need to do to ensure that your brand is, is being spread. So Casey has the looks. He needs the songs. Mm. Vince Staples. I don't know enough about him. I think Vince Staples is that younger generation. To me, he was the first one that was like, like, you know how we give little Yachty shit? Mm Mm-hmm for saying he didn't fuck with Pac or, yeah, or Big. Yeah. I first heard that with Vince. Vince is like, none of that 90s oh, yeah, rap influences me. Or some shit like that. Right. So he comes off that. And then he also, being from LA, he's from Long Beach. Mm-hmm. Yep. Being from LA, he don't like Kobe. And to me, that's big. But he has reason <laughs> because he said that he went to basketball camp, yeah. like a Kobe basketball camp when he was younger. And Kobe didn't take pictures with anyone. He just said, uh, hey, so yeah, and he that... did. When the only reason you go to the Kobe basketball camp is like to yeah. be around Kobe. Right. Um, so he's had a vendetta against Kobe. And Vince is just, to me, he's a he's a social media, I don't mean troll in a bad way, but yeah, troll, just a smart mouth on social mm. that you know him for that. You know him for being a smart mouth. And his last project was good. I liked his last project. But I just don't know if he's just the brat kid or if he really wants it. I think I think Vince is smarter than a lot of motherfuckers give credit to, mm-hmm. right? I think he knows what this industry is about. Right. He's been through probably certain situations and don't want to get himself further than he can not necessarily handle, but just one of them characters where, look, you're not going to make me do some shit I don't want to do. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to speak my mind. I'm going to say what the fuck I want to do. And I know once I get to a certain level, I probably won't be able to say these things. Right. I'm not going to make the music you guys want me to make. I'm going to make the shit that I like. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And I think what I what I identify with him, what I like about him, um, and I, again, I'm, I'm with Head. I really can't speak too much on the music because I've heard some shit. Right. I, I, I like his shit. I think he's understanding the responsibility that he has early, mm-hmm. whereas most artists get it in their 30s, 40s. Like they get the flack from the shit that they make. I think he understands. Like yo. This is the shit that I grew up in. Right. The gang banging shit. I'm talking about it. <clears throat> now my, my the song that people know me for, North North. Yeah. Though although it's true to myself, I don't want people to know that this is all I'm about. All right. So I know he does a lot of shit off the record, which I give him credit for that. Like he talks to the kids, does shit, mm-hmm. does mentoring and a lot of shit that people don't know about. And see he's something that a lot of artists don't give us that transparency of the love other it. side of his character he's giving us I you know like it. unless you're a diehard fan you don't know what Kendrick Lamar's favorite cereal is mm-hmm. like, but you could probably know right, like right, like Vince right. will let you know who he hates who he doesn't like yeah. stuff like that so he's giving you that angle of him maybe I don't know five of his songs but I know he has you something know against doing? Kobe he's documenting his progress he's mm-hmm. documenting his shit right now now that I will say I can't say about him yeah. I do know like there are different things. little like it th- things of him we know little fun facts <laughs> trivia giving you pieces of himself. Yeah. I think that's important to building, you know, your your overall like character with and building with fans cuz some people don't a lot of people don't like Kobe. Yeah. So he automatically you have He's a connection them. with those yeah. people. Yep. And then some people's favorite cereal is Lucky Charms. Yeah. You automatically get those people. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, yeah, I fuck with that. I think that's why people fuck with Q a lot. Mm-hmm. Q's not afraid of Snap, of Absolutely. Instagram, of Twitter. Absolutely. He'll fight with you. He'll, like, talk shit. He'll yeah. be fun. You <laughs> see Q. Like, yeah. but, and it gives you that moral attachment to whether the music is hot or not. Like, you're going to support it. You fuck Absolutely. with the guy. Exactly. Um, so Vince is setting that stuff up. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, do we have any more breakthroughs that we want to mention? That- AD. AD or AV? AD. AD. It's AD. Yeah, yep, it's AD. Yeah, yeah. He's to, everywhere. To, to he AD, wor- I mean, like I see him. Right, right. Like there's artists that I'm like, where are you? Where are you from? Like, but I see AD. Like he's Me, out. This is my picks for 2017. Mm-hmm. AD, High Tone, Perico from here. Those mm-hmm. are my picks for 2017. The standouts. Uh oh, he he started it. Those are the new people. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, you still got the Nipsey's and yeah. whatnot, but those are the new ones. Twenty seven. Look out for your turn. I mean, I, I'm actually rolling with that. I I can't even think of anybody off top right now. Don't let head think for you, bro. No, no I'm not, because we we're, we're similar in a sense. We we kind of in the trenches together. So I, right. I I agree with that. I think G Perico is a superstar. I think I said it oh, to him. It. Like I think he had. And again, the fact that I'm sorry, it's the pretty privilege because there's so many other people that have the same style mm-hmm. of of rap. But the fact that you have a look to back it that's identifiable. People are gonna remember you. Are you like, calling him pretty? Like, you, huh? You calling G Perico pretty? 
it's pretty privileged. Guys pretty have privileged. it, girls okay, have it. Like, like it, it's it's you remember that guy not only just for the curls, but he's mm-hmm. he's a good looking so dude. You're saying his curls are pretty. His curls are pretty. You can't even say that they're not. If you didn't know that was a guy, and like if it was whoa, just the girls with curls, whoa, 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 you'd whoa. be like, oh, those curls are dope. But Chuck's married to a woman, yeah, so let's move on. Okay, okay. Well, on, you guys started it. I'm just saying. So I will say, like, he has like a whole package deal where it can go anywhere. Like, yeah. sky's the limit. And the fact that he's lived, I think the the stories like of him getting shot, shot yeah. and still performing right. and having blood trickle down his leg while he's performing. Because, I would like to be at that performance. Just yeah, to see, at like, the rock. See, that's like something you see in a movie and you're like, yeah, yeah. like that's dope. Like that's a cool storyline yeah. mm-hmm. and part of his story and what we're going to tell of the legend that is G. Perico yeah. later. Um, Can I say somebody that I think people need to look out for? And she's been out there. She's been doing her thing. But this, these are the type of people that I champion is Il Camille. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of people don't give her credit. And maybe we talked about maybe because of the, the female rapper. Maybe right. because of, who knows? But definitely keep an eye out for her, man. I hope this year she gets a little more shine. But those are the type of people that I champion. You right. know what I'm saying? That you've probably never heard of, but you need to. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm really looking to see the evolution of RJ this I missed, last... I, left, I missed RJ. Yeah. See, I mean, that. Yeah. that's the thing, dude. Like, when you talk about this shit... Well, it's my turn right now. Ahead. You I'm guys sorry. did your turn already. Go you ahead. said AD. You I missed AD. Go ahead. And I don't want to say RJ because just the new content, I think the, the content for him flipped. I think now he's just more on, like, a bravado type rap and mm-hmm. I fuck with that. Like, that's what I love to hear. Yeah. Like, Oh, like it's dope. <laughs> and so I'm hearing more of that from him and I'm just like, yeah, bro, keep on. And he's a cool dude. And there's one that I'm kind I'm of... I'm mad I missed RJ. Yeah, you fucked I, well, up. I said it. There's this guy I've, I'm scared to talk about, mention, because he's good, but I feel like I'm being fed him. It's this dude, Boogie. And it's is it Def Jam? I th- no, um, Interscope. Interscope. And it's just a little scary when I learn about you from a label. So mm-hmm. I'm always like, am I being fed or do I like you? But like, I saw a video of his and I like it. Yeah. And I'm going to watch you, but it's just it's just difficult. And this goes to my point. There's going to be a lot of motherfuckers that I know for me personally, as soon as we done with this show, I'm like, oh, I forgot them. Ah. Mm-hmm. Boogie's another one. Mm-hmm. Like, he's dope as fuck. Thirst 48. If you mm-hmm. haven't heard that shit, like the way... He actually takes his time and works on his music, like mm-hmm. his projects and shit like that, from the uh, the concepts to even the visuals. And I know that's probably what you're referring to, the visual, right, the, the visual, museum shit. Mm-hmm, the gallery. My God, like, he's dope as fuck. What I think what he's missing is the same thing that Kaz has. People haven't seen him. Right. Let I mean, the streets on his side, they know who the fuck he mm-hmm. is. But in terms of the music shit, he kind of just came out there. Right. You know what I'm saying? So as far as the struggle, you don't have too many people that know right. of him in that sense. I, I remember hearing him a good, like, two years ago. Thirst 48 first came out. And then seeing him progress and doing the shit into this last project. But in terms of the masses, they haven't seen that same story. But he's definitely super talented. And when we talk about vulnerability, he's one of those artists that's going to give you yeah. that. You, know you what see mean? the transparency. He, he's out to show you. Yeah. And he got bars, too. Check out that real bars we did with him, too, on, uh, oh, on radio. That shit's dope as fuck. Plug. Dope, dope, right. dope. Anybody else? Or I'm are you not, feel like you know, shit? I'm not going to leave into this shit because I'm going to leave somebody out like I left out RJ. Yeah. Shout, <laughs> to, shout, RJ. shout out to Compton Ass AV, too, man. And RJ's <laughs> definitely up there on my list for yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah, man. He was on mine, though. Let up. me have him. Chuck is just borrowing all of what me I and you I said El Camille. Fuck okay, that. Camille. Right, I'm fucking, let's go to the next shit. Yeah, fuck. I'm going to fuck that up. <laughs> Guaranteed. That's all right, the- there you go. The state of LA rap in a nutshell, three hours long. Wow. Fuck. Thank you for coming. Nutshell. Head. It's <laughs> the longest nut I ever had. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I couldn't get out of here while I was some DJ Head. Oh shit. God, that's DJ Head. Um, Chuck, thank you guys for coming oh, no in. Problem. Thanks for and having doing us. This. Thank you guys for listening too. And I don't know how to ever end these things. So.